reconciling credit card transactions in either QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online is easy to do as long as you have the correct procedures in place to do it accurately. Over the years, I've seen many different ways that businesses have recorded their transactions and how quickly their financial reports can reflect inaccurate data. When I walk clients through the correct way to record these credit card transactions, they're often amazed at how simple and accurate it can be. In today's podcast episode, I'm walking you through one of the best processes for recording your credit card transactions. It makes reconciling these accounts simple and accurate so that you can ensure that you have all of your transactions accounted for. Whether you're starting a business or side hustle, you're a self-employed individual, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, mompreneur, freelancer, business owner, bookkeeper, or virtual assistant. If you're tired of struggling to record your credit card transactions and you're looking for a solution to make it simple and accurate, this episode is perfect for you. If you're a business owner who wants to take your business to the next level, whether you're starting a business, you're building your business, or you're serious about growing your business, I want to invite you to work with me so that you can meet your goals in the most accelerated, streamlined, and efficient way possible. That also aligns with your life and the impact that you want to make with your business. As a CPA, business strategist, and coach, I've created two options for you to choose from when you work with me. The first is my Mastering Your Small Business Finances Profit Lab. This is a group program where we have live weekly business meetings and coaching sessions to answer your questions so that you can generate revenues and increase the profit in your business. You can learn more about the Profit Lab by going to financialadventure.com profit. Or if you like the idea of working with me on a more private, one-on-one basis, you can schedule a free consultation session where we'll go over where you currently are in your business and where you'd like to see yourself and your business in the future. During this session, we'll begin to map out the steps you need to take to achieve your goals. I'm helping my clients start their businesses, become more profitable, set strategies to move their business forward, and take control of their business and their finances while allowing them the balance and ability to enjoy their personal lives by utilizing business strategy, coaching, mentorship, and support. You can schedule your session today by going to financialadventure.com and clicking on the Work With Me button. By taking action in your business, you'll achieve your goals. By keeping everything simple, you'll avoid confusion and overwhelm. You'll understand your business finances, your next steps, and you'll follow through with the vision that you have for your business. My goal is to help you dream big, Follow your heart and love what you do. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. 
I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week, you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Welcome back. Recording and reconciling your credit card accounts is the best way to ensure that you're reflecting each of your credit card transactions accurately in your financial statements. If you're currently unsure if the way that you're recording your transactions is correct, or if you're holding off recording these transactions because you're unsure how to do it and you don't want to mess up your books, today's episode will help you create a process so that you can feel confident in the way that you're recording your credit card transactions. If you don't record any of your credit card transactions, your financial reports will be inaccurate since you'll be missing this valuable information. Today, I'll go over the process for recording credit card transactions that works best for most businesses. Not only will you walk away with how to record your transactions correctly, but you'll also learn the best way to record payments in your credit card account and how to reconcile your credit card statement to ensure that you're accounting for every single transaction, as well as some tips on how to keep your credit card receipts. First, I'll start by mentioning how I often see credit card transactions being entered. I've seen many times where the only way credit card transactions get recorded is when there's a payment made to the credit card account. I will say that if you pay off your credit card balance in full, this option might work for you. But if you consistently have a balance due on your credit card account, which many businesses do, then this process starts to get difficult to track which expenses are being paid and how and when to record them. Let's take for example, you have a credit card payment of $500 that you're making. All of the $500 was from purchases that you made on your current statement, and this will pay off your credit card balance. In this situation, you know exactly what's making up the $500 that you're paying by looking at the credit card statement. It may be office supplies, telephone expenses, or other items, but you know exactly how to categorize each dollar of that $500 payment. For the next example, Let's say that you're making a payment of $500, but in this scenario, you have a prior balance of $1,000 already on your credit card account, and this month's transactions equal a total of $200. In this case, you would need to go back to your prior statements to see where the $500 of expenses came from so that you can categorize them correctly, and then, what about the $200 worth of new charges? How do you categorize those? This is where it gets really complicated, and that's exactly why I wanted to share a better process for you to record your credit card transactions in either QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online. First, you'll want to make sure that you have the appropriate credit card account or accounts set up in your chart of accounts. 
I recommend that you set up a separate credit card account for each of the credit card statements that you receive. You can view your chart of accounts by type to see if you have any credit card accounts set up. If you don't already have your credit card set up in your chart of accounts, you'll need to add it. When you add this new account, make sure that you name your account with something that you'll be able to recognize, especially if you have more than one credit card account. I recommend adding the last four digits of your credit card to the name, such as Visa Credit Card 1234. You'll also want to ensure that you have this new credit card account set up as a credit card type. You'll see this as an option when you're setting up your account. Now there are a couple of options for recording your credit card transactions depending on if you're using the bank feeds in QuickBooks or not. But I recommend that you record each of your transactions separately. So the next step would be to record each and every credit card transaction into your QuickBooks file. If you're using QuickBooks Desktop, you can do this by clicking on the Banking tab on your top menu bar and selecting Enter Credit Card Charges. If you're using QuickBooks Online, you'll click on the Plus New button and select Expense. For each of these options, you'll select the credit card account that the transaction is coming from and then you'll proceed to enter the payee, the date, and the amount. You can also upload a copy of your receipt if you'd like and then save and close your entry. When you record transactions like this, you'll be increasing the amount that you owe on your credit card account. One of the main benefits of recording your credit card transactions this way is that you're always able to look back at each vendor to see your purchase history. If you're using bank feeds in QuickBooks and you have your transaction already entered, you'll be able to simply go to your bank feeds and match the incoming transactions to the transactions that you've entered in that credit card account. When you're recording a payment to your credit card account using this process, you will go to your checking account or whichever account you're making the payment from and enter your information to make the payment making sure that you select your credit card account as the category or the account that you're recording it as. When you do this, it will reduce the balance that you have accumulated in QuickBooks and your balance sheet will reflect the correct balance on your credit card account. There's no need to struggle to try to find out which expenses you're paying for in this specific payment as you've already recorded each of the individual transactions and now you're simply just reducing the balance you owe by making a payment and recording it as your credit card account for the category or account. When you receive your credit card statement, I highly recommend that you go through each transaction and make sure that you have a receipt for each and every transaction so that you have all the proof that you need if there is ever an audit or a situation that you're looking for a receipt for a return. You could match the receipts to the statement and keep those receipts with the statement if you'd like, or you can make sure that you've uploaded a copy of each receipt in your QuickBooks file. After you've matched all the receipts and you know you have all the credit card transactions entered into QuickBooks, it's time to reconcile your credit card statement. Just like when you reconcile your bank statement, you'll go to the Reconcile screen and you'll check off each of the credit card transactions that show up on your credit card statement, including 
any payments or credits that you may have encountered during that month's activity. Once you have everything checked off, your reconciliation should be in balance and you're all set. If you happen to find a transaction that hasn't been recorded yet, you can simply add that transaction at that time and continue to finish reconciling your credit card statement. Once you've reconciled your credit card statement, you know that you've accurately recorded all of your transactions and your payments, and your balance sheet and your income statement should reflect these accurate amounts. One last thing that I'd like to mention quickly is the difference between using your credit card and using a debit card if you have one. When you use your credit card, you're increasing the balance that you have to pay back on your credit card or your liability to that credit card company. When you use a debit card, it's subtracting the amounts for each transaction from the account that you have your debit card with. Most likely, this account is going to be your checking account. Recording these transactions will be done differently than recording your credit card transactions, so be sure that you understand the difference and how they're reflected in your financial statements. When you implement this process for recording and reconciling your credit card transactions, you'll find it takes less time and you can be confident that your financial statements reflect accurate credit card information. Creating processes like this helps you build confidence and it saves you time. I work with business owners and accountants all the time helping to relieve the stress and overwhelm that they feel from the pressure of owning a business deadlines, and the workload that they face every day. If you're struggling with this as well and would like some help developing a solution, help strengthen and maintain your emotional health, increase your well-being, create a more positive, happy, and joyful life, set and achieve your goals, and manage your relationships, I'd love for you to join me in my Balanced Life Coaching Program so that you can live a more purposeful life. Each week, we meet privately, one-on-one, and you get to bring whatever is on your mind on any given week. It could be your highest priority that you want to work on, whatever you want more of in your life, or if there's something that's weighing on you heavily that you need coaching on, and we'll work through it together. Having a certified life coach like me helping you through all of this allows you to feel so seen and cared for, and the results are amazing. Everyone benefits when they work with a certified life coach. After every call, you feel energized and you know exactly what to do for the week to come. And relief knowing that we'll meet again next week to go over anything that comes up after the call. You'll gain self-awareness while you take each step towards your goals. This is a new coaching program and I'm opening it with special pricing for a limited time. The investment is an easy yes for you. I've set this program up in the most supportive way for you. And if you're ready to join the Balanced Life Coaching Program, you can go to financialadventure.com and click on the Work With Me button. You'll see the link to join as well as additional information about the program. Sign up now. There are limited spots available for the program due to the one-on-one aspect and it will sell out. If the payment link is gone, you can get on my waitlist to join the program when additional spots are available. 
I help people get results and live a more joyful life. I coach everybody on everything. Everyone has something that they want in their lives and I help them get it. I know this is something that you've been waiting for. I've been asked by many of my listeners to create this exact program. I made the final touches on it, and now it's available for you. I know how much you wanted it. The faster that you get access to the program, the quicker you'll see the possibilities that are available to you. I also have a risk-free guarantee. I believe so strongly that everyone benefits from coaching that when you sign up today, If, for any reason, you're not satisfied with your first session, you can send us an email and we'll refund you immediately. Are you ready to enjoy your life now? Or do you want to wait? Make this investment for yourself. Take the journey with me. Make it happen for yourself. Ask yourself, why do you need this program in your life right now? Are you ready to make bigger, bolder, stronger life goals? I'm looking forward to meeting with you soon and digging deeper to see where you currently are in your business or your career and to start creating actionable steps so that you can reach your vision and your goals for the future, not only in your business or career, but also in your personal life. I'm ready to work with you, see all of your successes, and watch you thrive in your business or your career while creating your best work-life balance. I'll post links to this and other valuable resources for business owners and accountants where you're listening to this podcast. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, Leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.